When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Help Me Be Me is self-help for people who hate self-help, hosted by me, Sarah May. What I talk about on this show is my personal opinion, and it's not a substitute for professional help. Take what helps and leave the rest. If you're suffering, please call 911 or your local emergency services. Hi, everyone. It's Help Me Be Me. Everything we live is either a bad habit or a good habit. So I want to ask you, what are you rehearsing feeling as of late? Sometimes we can rehearse feeling reactive, busy, put upon, small, completely coded by the experiences that are in our routine. And sometimes we can feel open, aware, welcoming, optimistic. And from that energy, our life gets bigger, better, more exciting more beautiful. So this is an episode that's aimed at remembering that sense of limitlessness. And by that, I mean a perspective of optimism and a a kind of a gentle smile of hope. Like we all have those days when we can really see the immensity and the power of the universe and how we can we can feel like, oh, anything is possible. I'm capable of anything. And this is when we feel our best, we feel our most confident, and we feel like, you know, the universe is on our side. And yet we can also fall into just grooves of feeling small, reactive, limited, put upon. But the good news is we can jump out of that energy by reminding ourselves that the former exists. Like it's about resuming a memory of reality that we've had before where we know, oh, Everything is possible, always. I just have to stop judging and expecting things to be a certain way. So with that, uh, this is an episode I'm calling Getting Back into the Energy of Limitlessness. And this is really about mental conditioning to just get back to that state if we've fallen out of that habit. It's kind of like summoning. It's a, a summoning of presentness, if that makes sense. We're going to get into some tools to help us get to that zone. And this is really about keeping that habit of tuning your awareness toward this frame, toward this perspective. We get blinded by routine and we forget to maintain and resume that perspective. So this episode is really about getting back to that. So if you're in like a contracted, kind of put upon, frustrated, slightly hopeless mindset, that is kind of the perfect time to be retuning it's it's like remembering reality and therefore we can resume it and it changes the outcome of all future experiences so let's just let's set the tone for this episode have you ever had a moment of serendipity and by that I mean when just things lined up for you in an impossible way just go there right now remember that feeling it's it's like a oh wow interesting 
it's kind of like an excitement and an expectation of more magic because it's not realistic for that to happen. You're like, huh, there's, there are moments in your life when things align for you. And I want you to register and respect that reality. And when that happens, I want you to ask if this is true, what else is true? Like come back to that awareness. Let's try and do that together. What my goal is with this episode is refreshing your perspective and reminding you to expect something new and expansive and not typical and not the thing you've already thought through in the future. It can be something totally bigger and different than that. Um, So before I even go into the tools of this episode, I wanted to invite you to set an intention for how you want to feel coming out of this. So for me, that's going to be silly, excited, open, grounded, optimistic. I invite you to invite the same thing or something different that feels more appropriate for you. Do, do whatever feels right. So let's just do that. Let's bring a few words of intention. And with that, here are some tools for remembering a physical state of optimism and limitlessness because from that state that is when we are the most rational and also we are open to receiving gifts like all the benefits come to us when we are not judging when we're not contracted we're not angry judgmental if we can just step back and remind ourselves to be open it's like all the gifts start flooding in and before I go into duels first a brief word from our sponsors all right, the first tool I'm call I'm calling duck it out. Duck it out, duck it out, duck it out, duck it out. So you I don't know if you've ever seen how ducks shake off a fight. They like fight and then they do this little like wing flutter thing. I think all animals kind of do this. We kind of need the same thing. We need an exit point for our energy. And I want you to just observe that throughout your day. If you have stored up energy in your body, you have like loops of thinking, if you have anxiety, if you have anything that feels like it's stuck in your body, it might be because it needs an exit point. In other words, it may need to be processed and digested. And one thing I want to offer you as a tool is allowing yourself to have a conversation in your journal where you just dump it, you you duck it out, you rant about whatever the thing is you're worried about you rant about the thing that's making you upset and then you respond to your rants with the worst case scenario offering so like for me whenever it's anxiety it's because some part of me is like um fear I'm just fear forecasting I'm like oh what if this happens and then my my rational response can say in that case we would do xyz and it can be you know, the most extreme, dire possible solution. But at the very least, you now have thought through all scenarios. Either way, if it's a journal exercise or if it's an actual physical exercise, sometimes we need to like release that stored energy and then our body can rest. It's like I'm I'm now level with myself. I'm now, there's nothing hidden in my body. It's all had its exit point. All right, the next tool I'm calling moment-based gratitude. And this is for stress. If we're in a a state of life where we're feeling like, I can't get back to that tuning of limitlessness. I can't get back to that feeling of lightness because all of these things 
are overwhelming me. All of these conditions in my life are stressful. This thing is happening. I have this to do. I have that to do. If you have that, I want to invite you to, throughout your day, tune in to an individual moment and have gratitude for that moment. So let's try it right now. What are you living right now? Just take in the spaciousness. Take in the singularity. Every, and I mean specifically every single ingredient that is inherent in just this moment. Like let's look at any natural view you have around you, any kind of organic anything, a plant, just the sky, and notice the breeze, all the dimensions of only what you are doing in a single moment. And just have appreciation for that, for that awareness. And that is because when we get overwhelmed, it's because we are taking in more than the present moment. It's kind of this self-inflicted movie. And we are only ever living one moment at a time. But it, if we are feeling like we can't have gratitude for what's going on in our lives, it helps us to slow our actual pace and just remove elements of the stimuli. Like remove sound, remove... Um, chaos in the environment like if you can reduce the amount of activity in that in your just individual moment remove any extraneous energy that is being exerted Um, and then the goal is just to like do these throughout the day right now I'm outside I'm walking across the street the breeze feels nice I'm looking at the sun whatever it is all right next tool I'm calling open and shut open and shut this is because my daughter's been singing a version of that song repeatedly Um, but I really want to use that as a metaphor we we have different energy settings that lead us to feeling like we have strengths and then we also have energy settings that feel like lead us to feeling like we don't have strengths that we're not good at things and I would call it like your open setting and your shut setting and I want to invite you to observe throughout your day. And I'm while I'm talking, I'm opening and shutting both of my hands. <laughs> Just because that's what my daughter does. So imagine you're in your open setting with your hands open and you're in your shut setting with your hands shut. And throughout your day, I just want you to take stock of when you are in that kind of open setting and when you are in the shut setting. And clock the ways that you can nurture yourself in the moments you are feeling shut and like kind of lean into the opposite or at the very least externalize that fact so you can start to introduce more of your strengths to your mind's eye and I say that because when you are in a a situation where you feel confident and you feel capable This leads to you acting your best. It leads to you feeling empowered, acting empowered, being the most rational, being the most receptive, and capable of seeing all potential. This is also when we can react to others in the most kind and intelligent way. So when you are in a a situation or like an energetic setting where you're kind of shut down, I want you to ask, what has led me to feeling this way? Uh, Like in other words, externalize that feeling. What has catalyzed this feeling? Is it that I didn't sleep very well? Am I not feeling comfortable in my clothing? 
Am I feeling uh, like I can't catch up with my day? And then once you have externalized it, once you notice it, I want to invite you to ask, how can I tune myself back to that setting where I am the most empowered? Like remember that self that knows what the fuck they're doing. That's like, I am. I'm awesome. I'm also very nice. Like that's the self that is the most capable of receiving all the gifts that today has. All right, the next tool is called resourcing. And this is a, a just a term I have for accessing an inner resource. And by that, I mean like a visual of something that is soothing, something that is calming, a place, a moment in your life where you feel at peace, you feel empowered, you feel calm. And this is one thing we need to do throughout our day just to regulate our bodies is just teach ourselves to calm down. And outside of just visualizing something that is empowering and soothing and calming, we also need to have access to resource, just like, I mean, simple time. Like we need just the space to be able to tune our energy. And if you don't have that currently, if you are so booked wall to wall, the first step is to ask, how can I resource myself? How can I simplify? Like what's one way I can step back? We very deliberately need to curate the reservoir of energy for self-control and self-study and self-regulation. And maybe that just means you're simply setting a timer to go on a walk throughout your day, to be out in the sun, to just tune inward. Sun is like the best happiness medicine in the entire universe. But outside of that, just have a moment throughout your day. If you are feeling yourself get overwhelmed, if you're feeling a little bit like constricted, just tune in, do a brief meditation where you visually go into just that whatever it is, the most beautiful place you've been, the most pleasant moment in a past experience. Um, And let's just all do it right now briefly. I'll throw out mine in case it's inspiring. Mine is being outside, smoking meat on my green egg, looking at the ocean, hearing the palm trees in the wind and hearing my kids play. That one's my positive resource. Okay, I'm gonna assume you tried yours. My next tool is called Positivity Set Point. Positivity set point and the power of oh well. Um, I, this is really just a reminder to ensure your set points of comparison are set to something that makes your current situation not so bad and even a good thing. Like always, even if it's something that's like, ah, fuck, I missed the bus. Like, how can that be a positive? Like that, if our brain can default to that, we will always feel positive and also rational and the more experiences we can collect in this in this way the more we will just see the whole world as something positive and limitless I invite you to also just think like your grandparents you know but I would say by and large grandparents have had a much harder time than we have because of wartime because of I mean we we also have those things if this is a bad metaphor for you ignore it but for, for me, my grandfather was a World War II veteran and he was like separated from my grandmother when she was having a baby and he uh, he went AWOL to go and see her when she lost her baby and 
found her. And like, I, I think about this all the time because they were always so grateful, always. And they also did gratitudes every single day when they prayed before they ate their dinner. But that, I think, in part, that gratitude just as a state of being was because they were constantly comparing their situation today to all of the hardest times of their life. And so if we can constantly orient our our perspective in this way, we will constantly be able to see that there is a gift embedded in whatever is happening. So we, and if we are not doing that currently, we have to train ourselves to refer to a set point that is positive and grateful. Uh, And like, I would invite you to try doing this, like you can call it like flipping a coin, you know, for example, let's say you get a parking ticket. Instead of thinking like, oh, fuck, I got a ticket. You might think the opposite of that, which is like, oh, wow, I got a ticket. This this is going to save me from getting so many tickets in the future. Like it's also true, but it's the complete inverse of the reaction. Or you can also just say, oh, well, (laughs) because it's like as soon as you've decided to move on from it, it's really about retraining your brain to redirect, you know, over and over again. So I think especially if you're in a cranky, retracted state, come back to that memory of like, huh, how can I flip this filter of awareness to see the opposite side of this? It's just, uh, it's kind of like tuning into a different wave of energy because both are accessible. Um, I think another way of, of visualizing it is how can we come back to a state of energy when we are in a state of low blood glucose you know because it's like when we have no energy when we are it's like a Friday afternoon we've had a really long week everything feels hard so it's almost like remembering how it feels when you've had a relaxing weekend and it's a Monday and you have energy to bring to that situation both are you you have both in you at all times okay cool the next tool is called trust in love. This is a, it might trigger some people. I want to remind you um, that if you, if any of these feel like they're not true for you, you can just take what helps, leave the rest. But I think there are times in our lives when we can viscerally feel the benevolence of something outside of ourselves. And I just want you to remember that that is always true like that is never gone and if you feel like you're getting you're feeling put upon you're feeling like things are not going your way it's just like remembering that that's true can help you to trust things a bit more can help you to remember to try and get back in the flow because it's just it's the energy that got off beat that's it which kind of relates to the next tool which is called let the hippie out Um, my, so I used to not believe in anything whatsoever. I was like, I wish, I wish I believed in something. I did not believe in God or Jesus or the universe or, and, and not only that, but it really freaked me out when people talked about stuff like that. Like in the 12 step program, I was like, nope, not for me because the, the whole program is built around this belief of a higher power. And I was like, this is very creepy. I do not get it. I do not like it. I don't, I don't feel comfortable around these people. And my therapist, I remember really wanting to have a belief in something because it was just like, there was a time when I really needed that. I really needed help. And there was just nothing. I remember 
asking and there was just nothing. And uh, my therapist said, why? And my therapist, by the way, saved my life. Like no stretch. Legit saved my life. She, I remember she told me just act as if. And I was like, what? And I kind of was conflicted about that. Um, And she had spiritual beliefs, but she didn't really talk about them. She had like a belief in just the universe being a benevolent force and like kind of that there was something higher. We didn't really get into it. But anyway, she told me if if you want to believe something, act as if and start to pray. Just try it and act as if. And that was it. And I remember just being like, okay, I guess I will. (laughs) And it felt very uncomfortable to do that. But I'm going to invite you to do the same thing. Act as if and just see where that takes you. And that's all. Okay, next tool is called an energy in motion and keep it flowing. So I want you to just keep this top of mind. If there is a positive energy that is flowing, if people are laughing, if people are excited, you can see the way that that energy flows through a group of people. And when you are in a positive state, you can almost watch it like a current that is being passed around through different people. And just as a rule of thumb, always keep that energy in motion. Like, I feel like there have been moments in my life where I've been like, well, but we can't really. (laughs) Like, I've stopped that current. And that's never helpful. Like, I'm always the kind of rational grounder of things where I'm like, well, but we can't really. But sometimes that's not in your best interests. And it's also not in your best interests in how you co-create the world and the experience of the world for those around you. So I just want to invite you to resist that instinct and allow love, excitement, happiness to continue to flow. It's always what's in the in best interest of everybody. And I'm not talking, you know, I'm talking in like casual circumstances, not in like important self-honoring. I need to confront my dad about this terrible thing. You know, like I'm not saying like, just let them be happy. Like, no, this is only just for casual circumstances. All right, the next tool is called, if this is true, what else is true? So this is like an age old improv rule where you can create worlds. And if somebody sets up a rule for that world, everybody else has to abide it. And that's kind of how you build this structure around both of you. And I just want to invite you to think of this in in how it applies to your life. Like think of a moment in your life when you realized something amazing and magical about the way the universe works, you know? Maybe you realized, oh, weird. There's like this crazy synchronicity that occurred after a loved one passed on. Or maybe you realized um, something that's more literal. Like I grew out of this very damaging and crippling belief system because I worked really hard on it. And now it's no longer a problem for me. If that is true, what else is true? You are capable of equal amounts of growth. And if you can think back to an experience where you where you witnessed just like that, the extreme depth of what is possible, like if that's true, what else is true? 
it's just a way to remind yourself to like have so much hope and optimism and ambition for what you are capable of today. All right, the next tool is called pruning. Um, I think one way to get started in just resetting our energy and kind of clearing our time and retuning our time is to think about how we are possibly bringing extra busy work to our responsibilities in our life. Like it's such an easy habit to fall into because it's so addictive. Like all of that busy work, checking boxes and like extra communication that we do, we we add so much work that is unnecessary to our lives. So I just want to invite you to ask, how can I prune? Like what are the things I can trim? Do I really need to send this extra message? Do I really need to check these five websites? I think a lot of the time it's to we do that as a way to feel more secure. It's like we underneath it is this feeling that we're not enough or we're not good enough, we didn't work hard enough, or not appreciated enough, or people are gonna find us out. There's like this imposter syndrome beneath it a lot of the time. So it's just this is like a reminder to be conscious of that instinct and and check where it's coming from. Like where if you're gonna do some extra work. What's the motivation? Is it coming from love? Excitement? Something that's going to broaden your trajectory in your life? Is it coming from necessity and clarity? Or is it coming from less than and clinginess? We can reduce so much of that habit. All right, the next tool is called heart math. Heart math is that lab where people meditate together and they alter the consciousness of the world <laughs> borrowing their name as just a, a way to describe tuning your mental mental that's kind of a cool word mental and physical alignment if we can do this as often as possible in as many ways as possible throughout your day where we calm our body we calm our mind that is when we get into kind of a tuned state an energetic alignment and that is from that place, your day flows much more smoothly. And it just changes the quality of time, changes everything. Everything just kind of slows down and gets super simple. And by tuning, I just mean like it could be just being present in the quiet room that is a normal, ordinary day in the morning. You know, it's really just tuning into the space and the neutrality of a moment. It's just like, it's just still. That's it. I'm looking at the space inside of the room. I'm not looking at the room. And I'm letting myself just witness it. That's it. Cool. The next tool is called, What Would Love Do? I offered this as a mantra. This is uh, inspired by Dr. Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I think he said his mantra was, there's always more love. He was talking about a spiritual experience he had. I think one way I tune my energy is, and one way that's easy to remember how to approach your life is you just ask, like, what would love do? If you're in a conflicted situation where you're like, I don't know what to do. I'm angry at this person or I'm angry at this thing that happened. Just come back into that just quiet room that is your mind's eye and ask, what would love do? What would be, it's just a simple way to return to expansiveness. And I think it's also really helpful if you are 
in a conflict and you need to return to a state of empowerment. It doesn't mean you're always going to be like, oh, that's okay, everybody. I'm not mad anymore. No, sometimes love would say, I'm protecting myself. I'm honoring myself. I am letting go of the guilt over feeling angry about the situation. It's like, it's really just, it'll be interesting when you apply that to any individual situation. That's all I'll say. And those are all my tools. I hope they help. I hope you feel limitless and open and empowered and before i close i want to thank my latest sponsors deborah thank you so very much for your donation everybody thank you so much for donations anyone who has the means they really help out the show you can head to yaywithme.com slash donate or you can head to patreon slash sarah maybe and if you don't have the means i get it all the reviews on itunes help a lot as well so in closing The world is what we invite. So you have to be conscious of what you are inviting with your energy. We can shift our energy at any time and we can summon a new reality. And if you don't have the option of in your routine currently where you you have access to a self that is elevated and you don't have any situations where things can change and move you, I would say try and create those circumstances. Like we always need to have circumstances that allow us to be broadened and influenced and affected and moved by those around us and those outside of our sphere. So if you're not in any situations currently where those things can happen, we need to get some more, you know? So if you're like, I don't know if I should go out or I don't feel like doing blah, 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 I would lean towards doing the thing because we always come back feeling bigger. And if you're in a place in your life where you're you're healing and you need routine and you need safety, like ignore that. But I think we are a product of our own world and we just have to make sure that world is big enough for external help and magic and reach to move us to grow us, to further whatever we want out of this experience. So I send you my love and don't forget to smile. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.